Hey there, and welcome to Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast with that matching YouTube channel that's titled just the same. I'm Andrea, and I'm super sorry. <laughs> Somebody missed their bedtime story last night, thanks to me. Tell you what, this headache is not going away. I'm probably at almost day three on it, and I laid down last night to try and get rid of that before I read, and I just flat fell asleep. You guys was down for the count, and then even when I woke up in the middle of the night, because sometimes I'll still podcast out then, I just felt junky, so I'm at least doing a little bit better this morning. I'll work through the day, but I'm going to owe you another story tonight, so super sorry for that. Today, April Fool's Day. I've got a fun little post for you because I happen to have an April Fool's Day baby, <laughs> and it's called Our April Fool's Day Baby, and so it begins. My OBGYN came into the small room with the usual smiles and salutations as any other monthly prenatal appointment. But she took a seat in the corner on a rolling stool as far away from me in the corner as she could. Something just wasn't right. I sat in my hospital gown, open to the beautiful round belly of my third child that was growing more beautiful inside me every day, my legs missing the warm velour leggings they had just been in, dangling freshly painted pigs and sporting deep goosebumps. Oh no, there goes my heater. She gripped my clothes charts on her knees with two fists holding them at the top edge as if she knew the very contents of them by heart. What is going on? Unfortunately, Andrea, I have some bad news and some bad news, she said to me. My heart sinking at the words that no pregnant mother ever wants to hear. My hands gripping the overhang of the foam cushion I was sitting on, bracing for the news. Well then, I guess I'll start with the bad news first. I said half laughing, nervous all over, and feeling flush, just typing this. I am sorry to report that you have late level three cervical cancer which we cannot treat until after the pregnancy. Cancer. My doctor's eyes were starting to show damp signs of forming tears as she searched for the medical terms to lessen my blow. And I ran further tests and it appears that the cancer began from squamous cells in your body as a result of a third party in your marriage. I am so sorry cancer, and an affair. Well, Andrea, boys will be boys, my mother-in-law spoke in response to this news. I held the phone receiver right tight in my hand and rounded the corner to find a new me, a braver, more contagious me. I found her. You could say that, Mom? except it takes two to tango, and girls will be girls, but your son was blessed enough not to marry one of them. Her voice was quivering, and she had to go, but my strength was building for this fight. There was a battle at hand for Georgia Faith that was bigger than what was in front of any of us. I knew I was just the girl for the battle. How do you spell that? 
I said, holding the receiver in between my ear and his shoulder as I formed the bizarre letters with a pen that my OBGYN spelled real slow. Colstasis of pregnancy, I said, pronouncing the foreign letters. One in 10,000 pregnancies, and it just happened to find me. Yes, I was up reading about it until 3 a.m. The symptoms are just what you were describing, unbelievable head-to-toe itching, but especially the palms and the soles of the feet. Andrea, some pregnant women itch their skin right down to flesh. Excuse me. And some pregnant women commit suicide because the itching gets so bad. You're going to have to stay strong and focus on something besides the itching. Is the baby affected by this or is he or she unaware? You need to listen to me and not be afraid, she said. Okay, I said, completely knowing I had already hit that glass ceiling but hard. I scheduled an appointment for you to be monitored at 11 p.m. each evening at urgent care starting tonight. Why? What's going on? Some of the babies die instantly without any signs of vital deterioration or any struggling between 36 and 40 weeks. We will want to induce you at exactly 36 weeks. This is just all such crazy news. I know it, Andrea. I have never seen anything like this. We will be watching her often and will keep an eye on the progress of the cancer. Your body needs to rest. But I itch head to toe and my baby could die in an instant and I have cancer and my husband is in Washington and rarely found and I have two toddlers that need their mama, it says in parentheses. God, if this, then God. I knew the stakes were high if I didn't rest. And it was when I rested that I could hear him with such clarity. He is such a loving God. He is peace and hands out peace. I rested and I trusted. Rest, listen, trust. And then it looks like there's probably a simple journal entry here. It reads March 8th of 2002. And in italics it reads, I went alone to the hospital today and they told me that in addition to everything else, I have sinusitis, conjunctivitis, and a double ear infection, but that I can't take anything for them. God, you are going to have to be enough. You promised. Is it, is it all right if I feel like pushing? I asked the nurses. Exactly 36 weeks gestation was April Fool's Day of all days. If you feel like pushing already, let me get the NICU specialist up here and air support to retrieve her. I have to wait? My whole world was intimidated when five men walked into our room anticipating a premature birth toting life support. So I can push? 
If you're ready, we are ready, the nurse said with an I love this part attitude. And with one full breath, and with just one first full push, our entire Georgia faith was born. Head, body, feet, here, one, one push. <laughs> Although I couldn't see her yet, the NICU staff was shouting congratulations and waving by, laughing as they all exited the door. <laughs> what is going on? She was beautiful. She was perfect. She was ready. I gave birth to a seven-pound preemie <laughs> at 7 p.m. Exactly seven at exactly seven and nothing preemie about her. Georgia Faith came into this world fooling everybody, but especially putting the enemy in his place. The loser didn't get her or me. We belong to Jesus here or there, and God chose here for now. Her whole 11 years have been nothing but looking an awful lot like her Jesus. Her very first words were, Alaya, for I love you over and over and over and over again. Alaya, humbled, laid low. Our fight belongs to the Lord. It belongs to the Lord and he has it all figured out and he is up to something so very great for you. Please do not be afraid. You are not going it alone. He is faithful. Praise him in the absolute ugly. Praise him in absolutely everything. I know that it is tough. But when the world brings doubt, that's when you are called to get really, really, really strong, stronger in praise, in faith, in loving, in serving, stronger, in joy, stronger, your best fight, scripture, worship, joy, praise, and love. You represent the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity represents you since the Alpha and the Omega. Nobody messes with the Trinity. Alaya. And then it says in parentheses, a lesson in forgiveness. My doctor would years later apologize that her assumptions about an affair were presumptuous and could not be medically proven. Forgiven. <laughs> she is forgiven. End of parenthesis. Quite the story, you guys, huh? <laughs> That's something. So little Georgia Faith, I finally I get to see her. She's going to come for Easter. No, no, I'm flying to Denver for Easter, and she's flying into Denver, and uh, we're going to meet there and get a hotel room and wake up at like obnoxious oh early in the morning uh, to make a 4.30 a.m. sunrise service at Red Rocks Amphitheater. And I am telling you what, I am losing my mind over it. I am so ridiculously excited. That has been on my bucket list for 
I mean, I can't even tell you how long. And then, of course, I moved here in 2020 to Colorado, and it's been COVID ever since. And so there was no service in 2020. There was none in 2021. I told her when she called me this week, I was like, Georgia, I kid you not. I That has been on my bucket list for years. And she's like, Mama, I know. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And she says, that's why I wanted to go with you. And and I said, Georgia, but please understand, I've been looking to see if it was in person for, I, I think the last time I looked was probably, well, it was probably even right around Valentine's Day. Um, and there was nothing being advertised yet. And so I'm, I'm like, I kid you not, had you not invited me in a couple weeks, I would have just wandered up the road to my favorite little church here that I love and gone to my, you know, simple little service. I wouldn't even have known that it was happening. And so I cannot get over the fact that she looked it up and she's coming on in and I get to see her. She's my only little that I didn't get to see, you know, at Christmas because she works for the airlines. And and obviously that was nuts with COVID and and Christmas, right? They were really low staff. So I, she worked so hard, I didn't even get to see her at all. Um, so I just, I am so excited. But I'm telling you what, this just is a fun little piece um, for her birthday there's a photo at the top of it where she's loading um, she's loading up these beautiful Easter baskets that are just literally overflowing with toiletries and food for homeless people that we gave out one year. And so when that piece was written, she was 11. I'm looking at an 11-year-old, you know, Georgia, um, filling these uh, Easter baskets. And uh, she's turning 20 today. I'm so, so excited. Um, but man, nothing's changed. I mean, does she ever just look a whole lot in the way that she loves? Like our Jesus, he would be so proud of her, um, as I am of all of my littles that are absolutely crushing it and uh, loving the Lord. I'm so thankful. Uh, so with that, you guys, let's go get it. And like I say, I will be back tonight with another story. I'm super sorry. <laughs> we are crushing 365 miracle stories, one per day for one year. And uh, I look forward to just seeing what the Lord speaks through us, you know, tonight. I can't wait for the next story. So I appreciate your being along with me for the journey. And I will talk to you then. Take care.